welcome back to another episode of Tinfoil Hat. Tinfoil Hat. Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. Mr. Sam Tripoli. With my friend Ryan Davis. Uh, hi, Ryan. We're like the first this gay couple of conspiracy yeah. theories. I think it's beautiful, man. Partner. <laughs> it's some mystical, deep, dark realm crazy shit. Wake up, Aaron. The reptile people everywhere. Hey, man, where's hey, the truth there, dog? Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? <laughs> Revolution will be podcasted. Yes, and welcome to another bonus episode of Tinfoil Hat. We have decided that we are going to uh, try to start doing these once two a week, man. We want to go two a week. We want to try doing that, so we will keep you uh, posted on all that. And so we're doing a fun one. Guys, thank you so much, everybody, for all your kind words on Instagram, Uh tinfoil hat i mean on twitter on uh reddit we'll get into all that guys go to all things all comedy t-shirts.com and uh get these t-shirts man we got three t-shirts and actually they've been selling pretty good i'm pretty impressed uh we got uh, everyone's favorite the tinfoil hat with aaron who's got a giant head now because he's on this t-shirt he (laughs) he, like i got this thing a, a rider from him can't look him in the eye during the podcast can't refer to him as aaron it's he's the guy we got to refer to him as. Uh, you guys are buying up this uh, smoke weedy pussy hell Satan shirt, which I I, I really didn't know if it was gonna sell, <laughs> but it fucking sold, man. It sold. And then finally, of course, we have two versions of the Steve Lee Stevie Weeby shirt, the woke Prince tinfoil hat shirt. Get those now. And uh, yeah, the, the, we're doing pre-orders on those, so get those out. And once we, uh, we're gonna do about three weeks of pre-order, and then we're gonna put them out for you guys. So join, help out the show. The money goes to make the show uh, a lot bigger. Uh, Ryan joining me in in studio is, uh, of course, the most off the grid motherfucker you ever meet in your life. Can't find me. Yeah, Ryan Davis, everybody. Uh, he's on the shirt too, and his girlfriend or a lady he's uh, was hanging out with told him he looks like a vampire. So he got very self-conscious, <laughs> and I think that's why he shaved the beard. A lot of people upset about the beard, dude. Hey, it's coming back. YouTube exploded with "Who are you? Did they replace you? Are you like a robot sent by the Clinton people to uh, d- do disinformation on the show?" We don't know. We don't know. As far as I know, it's the same Ryan I know. Could be a Nazi fuck robot for all we know. I hope. we don't know. And for all those that bought T-shirts, make sure you go ahead and hit us up on Tinfoil Hat Pod on Instagram. Show us you wearing your shirts, doing some weird stuff in your shirts, being a dissident, the whole nine yards. And might as well put on a Tinfoil Hat while you're doing it. Yeah, the uh, the episode is, the podcast is, excuse me, the Instagram is growing, and uh, it's a beautiful thing. And Ryan's been putting a lot of time into it, and you guys are liking it, so thank you guys for that. And go to uh, Mad Hatters. Mad Hatters, 39ers, it is, our, it is our Twitter feed, and that's doing well, too. By the way, take a look at this. Uh, 
This is a a but uh, well, joining us in because I like him to jump in in this part of the conversation. This right here is a post I got off of Facebook. He's the uh, political vigilante. He's got amazing YouTube. You've seen him on uh, the Jimmy Dore show. Graham Elwood, everybody, welcome. What? Uh, Return guest. Yeah, baby, bring it. So you are. It's you. Stevie Weeby and uh, Eddie Bravo are our return guests, and we appreciate it. See this? Uh, if you go to the uh, Twitter account, the Mad Hatter 39ers, you'll see I po- post some with Mike Howell. And Mike Howell just shows up on one of my – I post something about free trade. Just shows up and starts blasting me out of nowhere. I'm like <laughs> – who the fuck is Mike Howell? <laughs> Why the fuck is Mike Howell blasting me? So I go check out his thing. Look at this, dude. Look at this. This is so interesting. Has not posted since 2012. Hmm. Nothing. He's got an Andre Ryzen <laughs> post. But that's From 2012. Sad. That's it, right? That's it. Maybe Let's the look at his pictures. Him. Let's look at No photos. Oh. No photos. Seems and, real. And uh, here's his albums. No albums. And his, his avatar is just him holding up a marlin or yeah, some shit like yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, that's messed up. Right? That's what they call astroturfing kids. Hey, man, some people are just off the grid. Some people are coming from a guy saying you're very sensitive <laughs> about the off the grid people. So hit us up on Twitter and, nope, that's not it, bam. Uh, and go to our, yeah, dude, I'm loving that people are posting on our Reddit, Tinfoil Hat Show. Go to Reddit, be part of it. People are posting their own stuff, not just about our shows, but other shows, mm-hmm. like this bizarro SNL sketch about a child molesting robot, which I got. I got the premise. It was really funny, but it's just weird. Because they had Katy Perry on doing a spirit cooking thing, which is really creepy, too. So uh, check that out. And that's it. So, uh, welcome, Graham. Good to be here, dude. Thanks for coming on. We I, I watch you all the time. All your uh, all your appearances on the Jimmy Dore show. You're doing the Lord's work, my friend. <laughs> the Lord's work. It's dude. It's been so cool um, doing political vigilante. And like Jimmy has been awesome. He's he's brought me on a show numerous times. The live shows at Flappers have been. Those are like, uh, they're changing my perspective on what I want to do in terms of the first one I did, I think was maybe back in May at, at flappers and packed house on a Monday. Yeah. Sold out in advance on a fucking Monday. We know how hard it is to sell tickets in LA. Anywhere. Anywhere is hard, but LA is fucking brutal, right? right? Because any night of the week, somebody, there's a dozen people 10 times more famous than our than we are. You know, it's this town has got every, there's a monster truck pull, there's Lionel Richie, yeah. there's the Sparks, there's fucking UFC <laughs> in Orange County. It's just like there's, there's the Galaxy, then there's some giant comic at, at, at the you know, Nokia Center or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's insane. So selling tickets is so hard and I go there and you know, I'm on the panel with him and and you know, he'll t- talk about a story and then you 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 chime in and Afterwards, I was like, why? I said, I was talking to him and his wife, Stephanie Zambrano, the miserable liberal. And I was like, oh, I that's go, his wife. That's his wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's great. It's fantastic. Like, so they run this, this business. He's blown it up. And afterwards, I was like, look, I've done shows where I've gotten big applause. I've done theaters. But I said, I've never done one where I went on some rants or tirades about what's going on politically from a progressive standpoint and got applause and was like, am I? And I'll give you a great, and I was like, it was amazing. I go, I felt like what, like when the first couple of times I did a podcast live, 
you know, and that the, the live audience and people were so, and, and his is even more so because everyone's so hungry. We were talking about this before we were recording because the mainstream corporate media is such bullshit. So bad. It's so bad. Everyone is like hungry for something. And I go to these shows and I say stuff and people cheer and I'm, and, and, and afterwards they come up, well, Graham, it's so awesome, man. I started watching you. I saw you on aggressive progressives on TYT. And then I, I'm watching your show, political vigilante and man. And I said, dude, you're helping me. I go to those shows. I'm like, oh, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I thought I was yes. fucking nuts. It's so weird. And, you know, we were just talking about astroturfing. There's so much. Like, Twitter has just become just complete utter misinformation. And it's, it's so interesting. Like, I can't trust anybody with a blue check by their name anymore. Oh, for real, man. Like, for real. And the thing that's going down, too, is you've got people like Joy Reid. Uh, you know, garbage. Jill Stein is apparently Jill Stein and Putin must have built a wall around Wisconsin <laughs> and Michigan. That's why Hillary couldn't fucking campaign there because it's their fault. Bro, I, I have uh, I the have, Green Party. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I was having a conversation the other day about how like the uh, the neocons and the neoliberals are just they they're so close together. They're doing Chinese handcuffs with each other's dicks. <laughs> they're just like. They're just fucking touching each other. They're having cockfights with each other. They're so close to each other. It's, it's just unbelievable. The crazy shit they say. I, I literally, I, and I, I, I said this, I've said this numerous times on my show. I go, I go America is like a giant corporate building, right? And there's a couple floors of oil, a couple floors of war. There's a couple floors of big pharmaceutical. And then on one floor, there's this one little wing a little, little couple of rooms, and it's the Republican wing. And there's a guy who's got a, a pro-life a phone and a pro-gun phone and then right next door is the democratic wing and they're pro-choice and gay marriage yeah then that that's the fucking only difference yep and now the goddamn dnc is going after pro-life can you believe that dude what do you, when did it change it's like and it's really goes back to and, and it's so funny because i feel like when you talk to liberals that they're and you go, Clinton is not good. Her influence on our party has not been good. Maybe not. I don't even know if it's Bill because he seemed to step back, but maybe it's both of them. It's, it's both probably of them. both of them. And it's just they have changed. They have hijacked the fucking party. And you just see them have this visceral reaction to this. Like we're getting we're just, uh, uh, you know, throwing up, regurgitating Breitbart fucking uh, info. And it's not at all. Uh, the thing I've said, I've noticed this, too, from arguing with people online as I go the the hill, the Hillary and the, you know, the DNC loyalists. I go, they react like the crazy Trumpers. You know, you criticize a, a Trumper, and it's less now because they're seeing <laughs> they're seeing how fucked up he is. But, you know, the crazy Trumpers, you say anything about him. Oh, fuck you, you libtard, snowflake. And the Hillary, the same thing. Oh, you must hate you, you, you women hating burn, yeah. bro. It's like, it's so funny. And that's the other thing that's opened my eyes of, like, doing the Jimmy Dore and, and being on TYT and, and, and doing my show is, like, I'm meeting. I'm, you go to his shows, and you would th I thought it would just be, like, millennial dudes. No, sir. So many women, women in their 40s, 50s, 60s. There's women in their 70s. And I'm like, and I'm like, and I make the joke like a bunch of them will cheer something. You know, Jimmy, will, someone will make a joke like calling out Hillary on her bullshit and they'll cheer. And I'll go, oh, fucking women hating burn bros. <laughs> like, and you're like, oh, because the media is telling you that the man bun millennial guy is violent and he's crazy. I have my own theory on this, dude. And like, I'm what? I have this theory that right now that white men and you know it, there what is happening to them 
in the media, middle class to lower class white men are getting um, demonized. There's this this movement to demonize them in the exact same way that they did it, obviously over a longer time, but the black male. If mm-hmm. you watch what they did to the black male through the media, demonize him. He's yeah. a criminal. He's a, he's going to fucking violent. violent. Rape your women. De- so you demonize him. Yeah. And then you take away all of his economic opportunities, right? So now he's got none. Then you flood the whole area with drugs, crack and stuff like that. Throw them into jail. Now the male is out of the family, and the whole family structure collapses. If you watch, in my opinion, what is we're seeing the very beginning of this is that's being done to middle American white males and uh, poor white guys. In that, if you if you're a white guy, you're a racist. Yeah. You automatically love Trump. You're all this stuff. Free trade took all the fucking um, manufacturing jobs on. Not all of us can do a podcast. Not all of us can be Joe Rogan and call UFC gay and all that stuff. Some of us got to work with our hands, taking all that away. Now we're flooding the f- everything with heroin. Well, you sound like a Breitbart Kremlin puppet. But <laughs> I uh, no, no. But even if you look no, no, at like white feminists. They're distancing themselves from white males. If you look at gay white guys, distancing themselves from white males. I think it's a great point. I think I've learned I've learned a lot of stuff post post election and and you know doing my show and I'm sure the same thing happened to you. I'm I'm learning a lot. I'm, this show I've learned so. Oh much. yeah, you, you, so many people send you great stuff and you're you're interacting with like I have such a smart fan base. I do these super chat Sundays. Every Sunday, usually around 3 o'clock Pacific, I do a live chat. And I don't get any, oh, you fucking fucked hard. I get, like, great questions. Like, you know, like, Graham, do you think America should go to a parliamentary system? Like, shit like that. Right, right. So, but, but, so I've learned a lot. One of the things I've noticed is, and I'm not excusing the section of the white male Trump supporters that are, like, in the Klan. and the, I'm, right, that, that's, right. that's awful. I'm not, obviously. Obviously, obviously. But... The thing I've noticed, and and I was really mad after the election, and part of me was like, ah, oh, this fucking country's so stupid and racist. But I'm like, it's not that simple, because you and I know what white male privilege is in the sense that, look, I'm, I'm a college educated white guy. I've enjoyed it. I know what it is. Um, but you tell a third generation coal miner or factory worker who is in a depressed community, there's a fucking Oxycontin epidemic in their community, people are going to jail and prison, and they're having a hard time getting jobs. Globalization, pushed a lot by the corporate state and the goddamn Clintons, 100% have taken away all all the manufacturing jobs. The liberal elites are just telling you, oh, just go to college and get a tech job, which isn't a, they don't have that opportunity. And then you tell them, oh, you have white privilege. They're like, fuck you. 100% dude. Like you tell me white privilege. I get it. I've seen it. I, you know, and I've, and I've seen how I'm treated differently as a man. Like I've seen, even again, I'll go to my YouTube channel. On my YouTube channel, I get a lot of nice comments. This woman who follows me called Redneckonomics, she started her own channel. She lives in West Virginia. She's like a progressive, she, but she's focusing a lot on the opioid epidemic, what's happening in the coal industry. And I watch, look at some of her comments and there's guys like, oh, you're hot. You got nice cheekbones. And I'm like, see, that's fucked up. I have no one saying that to me. I li- listen, I totally agree with that. And it's very because we were talking. I was having a conversation last night with somebody about this one comedy club owner and how this one comedian, I won't say his name, was called into his office. And he was sitting here and there was this young girl who was like a hostess there. Mm-hmm. And they turned to him. They go, hey, the, the, the club owner goes, hey, do you like to fuck teenage girls? And he's like, what? He goes. Do you like to fuck teenage girls? He goes, what are you talking about? He goes, what part of this don't you understand? Do you like 
to fuck teenage girls. He goes, uh, no. So he turns his teenage girl and goes, I guess you don't have a chance, honey. She's just like, and you like, and you hear that story, yeah. you're like, these mother, they're like they're monsters. Yeah. So, so again, I'm not like I acknowledge that like we do enjoy that women are t- have to take more shit. I, I get that on a lot of levels, but also the y- you are if you get offended that a group gets um, painted with a wide brush, any group does then you have to acknowledge that you're also doing that with white males. If you say all white males, and it's like, and I've, and again, going back to the, the, and part of this was the campaign. So the I'm with her burn bro thing was, that was the Clinton campaign. So the corporate media that the, the corporate Democrats are, are, have been doing really solid business with, they pushed that. I mean, they, they did the thing. MSNBC did the thing like, oh, the they were throwing chairs that burn and they, no, it didn't happen. Or if it did happen, we later on find they were paid protesters sure. by deep in the DNC to make Bernie look bad. Right. And then I've heard people like, I, I won't mention their name, but like there's some comics online who were like, oh, uh, you know, a burn bro accosted me after a show. And it's like, no, that was just a guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I know, pe- I know people who were uh, abused by women when they were younger and Mom, stepmom, whatever, right? I know a handful of people who've had that. Uh, turns out the majority of these women voted for Hillary. Does that mean I get to say that all Hillary su- supporters are middle-aged uh, child abusers? Does that does that make a fucking ounce of sense? Well, a great example of that is uh, this guy who shot the the Richmond senator who was uh, supposedly looking into child trafficking. You remember the guy who went nuts, uh, who recently shot up, who went to that softball game and oh yeah shot yeah a bunch yeah, they people. shot the sen- shot the congressman. Like, he's a Bernie Sanders supporter, and that's why I did. I'm like, well, it's one of many things he is. He might have been a, like a fucking Cubs, Chicago Cubs. He loved the baseball right. team and mad they didn't make any moves or he loved <laughs> fucking. Why didn't they remake Top Gun or yeah. like, there's a million different things <laughs> that this guy could Wait, be wait a minute. Top about. Gun fans are fucking loose cannons. <laughs> yeah, They're right. out of goddamn control. But nobody talks about right that. Now. Maybe he loves pineapple on his pizza. We don't know what. Right. There's a thousand different characteristics. The media just turns these things. And the biggest problem I have with the lady who we're talking about that I said was garbage. Uh, the, the and um, she works for MSNBC and Jimmy's done stories on her. Rachel Maddow or Joy Reid. Joy Reid. Yeah. Joy Reid is a is an elitist. Oh. She's a very high up, and she paints herself as an everyday liberal. But everything she's pushing, it will oh. never affect her. Meaning oh, yeah. these that's, people, that's such the th- oh god. These people will push this war. We need war. We need to go into Syria. We need to go is because they have this blue check by their name, and it's my opinion, it's astroturfing, and they get talking points and they push it, and they can push these agendas because them and their family will never feel the consequences. Oh, dude. Of them. That's why the corporate Democrats and then the neoliberals that that drink the Kool-Aid. Because this is the thing. I read Chris Hedge's Death of the Liberal Class, which I highly recommend, and it's like, wow, it looks at how the liberal class, the liberal elites have really screwed up. And when they don't um, challenge the power, then there is no institutions anymore, and that's how a demagogue like Trump gets elected. Nobody resisted him. So what the thing is I've learned, too, is the Democratic Party used to be the working class party. 
Fucking FDR wrote yes. a letter in 1940. He was running for his third campaign to the to the Democratic convention and said, don't move right. Don't move to the center. Stay left. The reason I'm running for a third fucking term is because we're the working people's party. We're about job benefits and, and all this stuff. And and so and they did. They moved center does and they it, got rid of Henry is Wallace. It move? Does it is that when it starts or is it does it really start in the nineties? I mean, I'm asking, does is that Henry Wallace? And you watch that whole thing. You watch the mm-hmm. uh, Oliver Stone's yeah, whole fuck. untold history of the Amer- uh, America, Netflix, yeah, yeah. and you watch that, and it is Bernie Sanders. What happened to Bernie Sanders before Bernie Sanders? Oh yeah, I think it. Sure, that's start. They're starting like that. I mean, Truman in '52 said a similar thing. He said, "Don't." You know, don't abandon, you know, uh, working class and left. Don't move to the center. He said the same thing. I think if you it really started about four decades when there's been this hardcore corporate slow, slow motion corporate coup. I mean, but the 90s accelerated the fuck out of that. The the, the Clintons (laughs) were only Democrats in name. Dude, the Democratic Party, they're just a bunch of fucking pro-choice Republicans. Like, that's all they are. Everything they do, like you say, that they, they, they have to play to their base, which is very right. interesting because when you go, you know, he's against gays, you know, Trump's against gays. And this was during the election before this whole transgender thing in the mm-hmm. military, which for me affects like a thousand people. And I'm not trying to belittle that, but there are things going on right now that affect everybody, dude. Net neutrality, all this shit. Uh, Single-payer health care, $15 an hour, drinkable fucking water. The people in Flint, Michigan are are suffering neurological damage. So every time everyone's like, Russia, 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 I'm like, oh, Flint, the Dakota Access Pipeline, it's already leaked fucking twice. Yep, yep. So, like, that's the thing. The Democrats and the the neoliberals, and I'm friends with many of them, and I consider many of them smart people. You know what they are? They're conformists now. The Democrats used to be uh, counterculture. Sure. And it's almost like what's going on with L.A. and New York City in terms of comedy. If you go to New York City, it is counterculture. It is questioning everything. You come to L.A., they can't conform quick enough. They cannot oh, I know. conform they, dude, if the industry goes, we want dudes who love to suck dick and smack kids, there would be guys going around blowing people and punching kids in the face. They cannot do it quick enough. Oh, dude, because, well, I think that's a great point, too, because what is what is motivating, again, it to me, it all comes back to the corporate state. So the corporate state has infiltrated every single fucking aspect of society. And this is, again, going back to death of the liberal class. This shit started in World War One. Right. George Creel was appointed by Woodrow Wilson. America did not want to get into World War One. It was called the Wall Street War in 19 fucking 14. All wars are banker wars. Yes. All wars are banker wars. And he was hired to create the Creel uh, um, condition or whatever, something after his name. Right. Um, And his job was to get. The newspapers, the magazines, the radio, and this new movie industry to start getting America on board. And they did movies about the their evil Kaiser and the blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden, America was like, war to end all wars. We got to get into it. Well, and so that's what's been going on. So to me, you fast forward to now, everything's moving. Everything's fueled by the corporate state. And, and L.A., getting to the, your specific thing about comedy, is a, if you want traditional media jobs— 
You want to be on TV, you are working for one of the six multinational conglomerates 100%. that owns every that owns 95% of all media outlets. So yep. you can't I'm watching comics and I got to be honest with you, this is I don't want to sound like some old guy talking shit, but I'm not impressed by a lot of young comics. I see some doing some good stuff, but no one is questioning anything. They'll have a Trump joke, but they're not questioning what the fuck's going on and right. they're even they're even like applauded for like, "Oh, I don't pay attention to politics." Ha ha. Like and and all their. You know what I knew we were in trouble when John Caparello did a joke about how he doesn't read and he's proud of it. Oh yeah. And he's doing. A jo- I'm like, I would never say that out loud to anybody. To anybody. To anybody. And now it's like, I mean, I saw, I did this show and this comic on the show was like, oh man, I don't, I don't want to watch art with a point. And it's this was de- by design. If you read Death of the Liberal Class. Uh, Plays and shit in the twenties and thirties were political as fuck. Yeah, I always I had a, I tweeted I tweeted this once. Uh, did anyone ever tell Shakespeare keep it simple, stupid? Yeah, yeah. You know? Did anyone ever say it to him? No. You know the the banker stuff goes way back, goes oh, yeah. even farther than that. There is a theory, and it's pretty much been proven that the 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 Civil War wasn't only about sla- s- slavery. It was very much about the Federal Reserve. <laughs> I wouldn't and, doubt it. And Abraham Lincoln not wanting to be slaves to the banks. And the banks going, fuck you. And Abraham Lincoln issuing what they call greenbacks. And you could look it up, man. He issued greenbacks, his own fucking money, off the fucking Federal Reserve. And what was going to happen was that the, the, the bankers went to the South, go, listen, if you, if, you use, if you have a centralized bank, you can have your slaves. We'll back you with money. And what was going to happen was Britain and I believe Spain or Spain and France, one of those the combination of those three, were going to come in on the side of the South. And the, you know why they didn't? Alexander II from Russia, because they just gotten out of servitude and they were like, fuck that. We're not going to do that. And they actually sent Navy ships to the outskirts of uh of where the war was about to go, and that's why they didn't come in, and that's where the beginning of the of the Red Scare starts. Is that and you know later on they killed Abraham Lincoln and they killed Alexander II. They both got assassinated. One one died of natural causes. Uh, Alexander natural. It's amazing how these people suicide themselves. But <laughs> but that starts early, very early banker wars. Everything's a banker war. You can go into everything being a banker's war, man, and how this it's all about, you know, centralized banks, putting mm-hmm. in banks and uh yeah, it's crazy. Wars man. are the best thing for banks because it what the best part about wars is debt. And the banks want everyone to be in debt. They yeah. want countries to be in debt, they want individuals to be in debt because that's where they make their money. So it's it's what, what what when I see and going back to the comics thing when I see comics unwilling to do that and I and I've dealt with it myself. I'll give you a great example. I was on one of the Jimmy Dore shows, and he showed a clip of Rachel Maddow, big feminist liberal hero, uh, apologizing and normalizing for Robert uh, Roger Ailes, right? The Fox News guy. Unbelievable. On Access Hollywood, and she's like, "Oh, he revolutionized." The news industry. It's all theater. It's oh, because it's just it doesn't. Yeah, she she's just she's the uh, she's the liberal lesbian feminist. On she's it, the sexy le- le- lesbian that they could put in there. The eyeballs would go. And dude, let me tell you something. Nobody gets their asses handed to them more on fucking Bill Maher show than Rachel Maddow's. Watch every performance I've seen her on. She comes in there. There's not more of a home field advantage you will ever see <laughs> in your fucking life. I mean, dude, and welcome Rachel Maddow. 
boom! Just like Nelson Mandela got out of prison fucking kind of claps. People go nuts, and they got one Republican, and he's always there just to take a beating. And I watch these dudes light her up because there's no substance there. Dude, and this is the thing. She was a, she was a, normalizing the Access Hollywood lady and like the pink blouse goes, well, wait. And she's literally, Rachel Maddow goes, I know he had some trouble at Fox. And the woman interrupted goes, he was a sexual predator. Oh, I know. She couldn't say it. And I was like, and, and Jimmy, the Jimmy Dore show, I was like, Where's the outrage? And so I made this joke at Flappers. I said, I go, and Jimmy and everyone's, and I go, Jimmy, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not be too hard on her. I mean, come on now. Jerry Sandusky was a hell of a defensive coordinator. That's so funny. Explosive cheer, yeah, right? Right. Two nights later, I do a show at the Belly Room at the Comedy Store, and I do that joke. I explain the Rachel Maddow thing, and then I'd make this Jerry Sandusky joke. I get some people that laugh, but I get some moans, like, oh. And I go, that's why I'm questioning, do I want to keep doing stand-up yes. in just in front of hip, snarky neoliberal hipsters that aren't paying it? They think MSNBC is the real shit. And it's uh, like, I always tell people, who's what, watch, watch who's buying ad time on MSNBC. Dude, I tell, uh, me and my girlfriend, I, every podcast going, we come almost to breaking. I've been with my girlfriend 13 years. We almost break up every night I come home <laughs> because she has the news on. And I just go, what do you, what do you want? Like, it's almost like when you, back in the day when you were young, you had a girlfriend, she'd walk in you, you're watching porn. You're like, ah, nothing to see her. Ah, I turn it off. Ah, nothing. Clean, delete the fucking uh, history, you know? And that's what she does with the remote. She, like, tries to change the channel real quick. Because I hate it. I hate it. And uh, you ever, this is what you do. Try, anybody at home, if you love the news, take a month off from watching the news. Just do it. CNN, MSNBC, Fox. Take a month off. It's kind of like when you're like, I don't want to eat fast food for a while. Yeah. Two months ago, I'm not eating fast food. And then one night you're like, fuck, I'm starving. And the only thing open are those fucking golden arches. <laughs> you're like, okay, I'll just get a cheeseburger. Next thing you know, you got Big Mac. And the minute you eat it, your body's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> no. Ah. Quit it. Why? 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 That's what it is like going back to fucking to, to the, to, uh, mainstream news. It is bad junk food. I know, and it's uh, the thing that I'm noticing as, ev- as everyone's slowly waking up and people are starting to come over to Jimmy Dore, and I found some other shows, Secular Talk, Humanist Report. Um, they're, they're, you can't go back because you watch the story and you're just like, nah, that's bullshit. You know, yeah. Tulsi Gabbard comes out and says, I'm not I gonna- love her. Awesome. She says, I'm begging women to let me vote for her. I, I- go, you got me. This is the one. You want a woman? This is the one. Don't let them tell you who the I one know. is. Oh, dude. This is the one. Vote for... See, Her this. and Nina Turner. Who's Let- the girl that they just had Jimmy Dore was talking about that's kind of this light-skinned sister that they're pushing out that they're like, she's just as bad as Hillary, but they see that everyone's getting behind Tulsi, so they're trying to get... Oh, Kamala a, Harris? Is it yeah, Kamala Harris? Yeah. Another fucking version oh. where they could be like, okay, this is the chick we want to do. Well, this is the thing, and so when I hear people say, oh... America just didn't want to, they couldn't handle a woman president. They're too misogynist. I said, I go, what other woman do you think? I go, do you think it's a coincidence that Hillary in the primary ran against a bunch of old white dudes? Because the minute you put another woman or a person of color up there, Hillary looks like the person that she is, which is a rich white lady. Yep. Who literally had fucking a Sith Lord, a Sith Lord who literally had sl- Prison labor, cleaning up the fucking governor's mansion in in Arkansas. When when and he, she was, fu- she we were literally begging to vote for f- 
Frank Underwood with a vagina. That's what we look at oh, the no, bubble. I know exactly. It's it's like so. So I tell this people, and then I go. They think, oh, it's misogyny. I go, so where was your outrage when Nina Turner was not allowed to speak at the Democratic convention? Where was your outrage when Tulsi Gabbard, like a month or two ago, announces, I'm not taking any corporate money? And she is slammed. Who slammed her? Was it Fox News? No, motherfucker. It was the DNC left. It was the fucking corporate media. Unbelievable, dude. And the facade is dying, dude. People are waking up. The thing was funny that that I was actually glad when the DNC started backing pro-lifers because I saw some like well-known, you know, Hillary supporting comedians on Twitter going, what the fuck? I'm not giving the DNC my money. I was like, oh, you're waking up to you this shit. You keep pushing it. It's, it's, it's why, and we'll get, I want to get into what we brought you on this, this lady who's on the screen, if you're listening at home, it's oh. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. It's, it's unbelievable to me. You mean she, the one, she's named in the DNC lawsuit that the media will not cover? It, it's unbelievable. You know why? Because if they cover it, the, the, the fucking pro wrestling facade dies. Oh, yeah. Good versus evil. And you just realize it's evil versus evil. Evil versus evil. And then you're like, fuck, I don't need this shit. Well, that's the thing. People always tell me, go, you know, Trump is this. He's this corrupt and corrupt. I go, yep, 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 yep. And I go, and? I go, what do you think the DNC? Well, I go, do you honestly think? I go, Trump was the most beatable fucking candidate I have seen since before I was born. And you're trying to tell me, I mean... 50. Dude, I go. I I was doing a joke. I do a joke about how like if you told me Trump was a fucking orangutan's asshole with a fucking uh, a coke dick and a stupid fucking skull, I go. You're right. If you told me that Hillary Clinton is a Sith Lord who's a fucking sellout whose vagina probably looks like a condemned wasp nest, I go. You're. Guess what? They're both right. I know. They're both right. Stop fighting that. Yours is. They're fucking being mean. You can't. They're both right. And guess what? Neither of them give a shit. Well, that's the thing too. Yeah, I mean, and and I've heard like there was a there was a popular uh, one of the ra- one of the rallies, uh, um, big marches a couple months ago. There was a sign that got, went viral. This guy had a sign that said, "If Hillary would have won, I'd be at brunch right now." And everyone thought that was hilarious. And I was like, and a bunch of people posted, "Oh, there's the problem," because everyone was at brunch for eight years of Obama. I thought he was going to come in and be a fucking FDR. And people are like, they'll name. And I've argued with people on Twitter. They're like. If Hillary, we wouldn't have the um, so full of shit. We wouldn't have the travel ban. I said that's been, it's been blocked twice. Yes. I go. We wouldn't have all these people getting deported. Obama deported two million people. The difference between Obama and the difference between I said this before. The difference between Obama and the difference between Donald Trump is it's like you have a significant other. Do you want to know they're cheating on you or don't you want to know they're cheating on you? If you want to know, that's Donald Trump. If you don't want to know, that's fucking Obama. Because guess what? They're both cheating on oh, you. Oh, God. I mean, and people tell me like, oh, you know, look, we're, we're, we're in all these wars. I go, Obama took us from two wars to seven. He is the longest running war president of all time. Of all time. He has killed thousands of civilians. With drone strikes. Obama, to me, Obama is the Kobe Bryant of presidents (laughs) in which during his playing days, he was loved. He's loved. But as those days get farther and farther away and new generations are actually looking at the numbers, what he did will be less and less and less impressive. And more and more scrutiny will come to those. And they will realize that this guy 
This guy changed war to conflicts so he didn't have to get congressional approval to bomb the fuck out of everybody. And these alt-right dudes who, I, who like, some of them, you know, when it comes to Hillary, they're right on. But the other way around, they're still fucking nuts. And they're going, all these fucking, all these immigrants and these, uh, all these uh, what do they call them? The, uh, uh, well, immigrants who are fucking coming into our country. I'm like, where are they supposed to go, dude? Where are they supposed to go? We're bombing the fuck out of their countries. All we do is create... I always say this to people. I go, okay, Refugees, sorry, refugees. Yeah, refugees. I go, let's say your next door neighbor, the, the house next to you, they were doing some criminal shit. Meth lab, whatever the fuck, online stuff. And the cops didn't, instead of rolling up a SWAT team, they just drone striked him. And your kid or your girlfriend or your whatever got killed in that. Are you going to be like, well, at least we got the bad guys. You're going to be like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Who the fuck sent that drone? It's like the other thing, too. And, 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 and where, where I know, uh, you know, neoliberals have been so misinformed, just like the right. You know, if you watch Fox, you're, you don't know what's going down. If you watch MSNBC or CNN, neither do you. Because the other thing people are like, I go, I've said this. Obama took my fucking house. I went through foreclosure, and they're like, no, he just had to deal with Bush's nonsense. I said, oh, no, 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 no. He put an additional, like, five to $700 billion when he got sworn in into fucking uh, uh, bailout money. He didn't regulate the company. Steve Mnuchin, who uh, was <laughs> should have been put in jail when Kamala Harris was attorney general of the fucking state of California, and she goddamn didn't, and... Obama, he helped create 5.2 million um, foreclosures. Read the book Chain of Title by Dave Dane, who was worked in Obama's campaign, by the way. If anyone's like, oh, Dave Dane's a fucking Trumper. No, no, no. He recruited me. I phone banked for fucking Obama in 08. So don't give me this. I'm a white male that uh, you know, right, thinks he's right, a Muslim right, terrorist right, and right, I hate right, blacks. Right, right. So I voted for this motherfucker. I got uh, One West Bank... Uh, Owned, which was owned by, uh, that's, that, that's what Steve Mnuchin um, ran, bought my mortgage for 30, 40% of the value, right? Because I, was, I had fallen behind. They told me fall behind because now you'll get some stimulus. Oh, I thought money. you were doing an analogy. You're talking about literally about your real house. I lost my fucking house. Oh my God, I didn't know that. And they told me, we're going to put you in a forbearance. Three months cutting your mortgage payments in half. At the end of the forbearance, all the stimulus money's coming in. And we'll restructure your loan, get your monthly payment lower. I say, I'm down, I'm down. After the three months, they go, oh, you don't qualify. And now you've been making half payments. So now you owe us 10 grand, 15. Oh, my God. Yeah. They did that to me once under Bush, twice under Obama's plans. And then I hired an attorney. And I find out later, One West did that intentionally. I had, I lived, I had a condo night by the beach. And I knew some people that lived in some shitty neighborhoods. The shitty neighborhoods, they would actually refinance because they knew right. they couldn't sell it. In right. my neighborhood, right. they get me the fuck out. They're gonna, they looked at the, the numbers and went, well, if we kick Graham out of his house, we can resell it since we bought the loan for 30% of its value. So it's better to kick him out. It's better to foreclose. The two communities that got hurt the most by this, black and Latino communities. So shut the fuck up that Obama was some hero. 100%, dude. It's this whole thing. You know, uh, Jimmy Dore brings this up. And he talks about how um, deregul they call it regulation, 
because they don't want people to actually pay attention to what's going on, yeah. and it should be called protections. Yeah. And a great example is this. These people want... It's very interesting about the Republican Party because they're so against deregulation, right? They're so for deregulation. Yeah, yeah. When you look at, like, Goldman Sachs, and they fucking... They, they put together a real estate portfolio that they knew was going to fail. They took an insurance policy out on then told all their investors who they were supposed to be looking out for to invest in that fucking portfolio. Put your hard-earned money into that. And they knew it was going to fail, and it failed, and they got all the insurance money out of it. Nobody went to jail for that. None. The only person to go to jail in that whole thing was Bernie Madoff. And you know why Bernie Madoff went to jail? It's because he ripped off rich people. He, If he was ripping oh. off fucking people at the Salvation Army, that guy would still be walking around free. The fact that he ripped off all these rich, elitist motherfuckers who knew something was up. Because while everyone else's shit was going up and down, Bernie Madoff was paying out all the time. And he was just doing the fucking shell game and shit like that. Okay, so uh, we did this fuck. We went deep, deep, deep. Sorry. Final thing is this on that. Is, isn't it funny that the deregulation people are all for regulating the internet? Oh, weird. I oh, know, it's that crazy? That's weird. They just, they want, they want no rules. They, you know what they, when they tell you, like, we need to deregulate business? That's literally like telling people... We don't need laws right. for humans. <laughs> we'll work it out. They're literally saying that. Mm-hmm. What is that movie with the uh, the purge? They're like, oh, yeah. let's do the purge with business. The purge with business. But the difference is these businesses, they have all the weapons, yeah. all the tanks, all the stuff. But we're just going to let it work itself out. In in the medical community, in uh, health uh, care, it is collusion, my friend. There is no free trade. There's no free market. Yeah. It is collusion. The doctors, the fucking hospitals, and Big Farm all work together to make sure you have to pay this. Yeah. There's no. It's like like medical coverage should be like hamburgers. Okay. If you want a sixteen dollar hamburger, there should be a sixteen dollar hamburger. You go buy it. Sixteen dollars. But you should be able to get a dollar hamburger. <laughs> there should be a dollar hamburger that everybody can buy. Right now, there's no dollar hamburgers. There is either no hamburgers or sixteen dollar hamburgers. And they do that on purpose. That is not free market. That is motherfucking collusion. Getting back to this, we're gonna do the last twenty minutes on this. Uh, I don't. Are you into this Awan Brothers thing? A little bit. I've been following it a little bit because I was actually on an episode of Aggressive Progressive with Jimmy Dore, and we started talking about the Seth Rich thing. And it's it's very curious to me. All what What is your thoughts? And Ryan, I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. If you've seen this about this lawsuit that is going forward that is suing the Trump administration and Fox News for putting out this false narrative about the uh, Seth Rich murders. When I first heard I thought this was like a deep state thing to shift focus. Then I found it out it was the detective that the parents of Seth Rich hired initially to do this, to do research and find out what happened. He's bringing it up because he's saying they did it to cover up the Russian stuff. But then I'm hearing he's doing it because it's going to cause uh, inquiry. What's the word when they do uh, when they do an investigation? Aaron thought is there a word for that? Uh, Senate inquiry or no? When when a, when when at a court they investigate. All the all the information has to be put out. Is there a word for Deposition that? Deposition or I don't know what the word, but the, whatever the word is, I'll get pounded on. Disclosure. Yeah, disclosure. I think it is disclosure. Disclosure. It's going to be a ton of disclosure, and that's I. Th- I'm hoping that's the reason behind the lawsuit. I'm hoping. I'm not buying into it. 
But, you know, this whole Seth Rich thing that nobody bought into. And it's so interesting when it comes to this DNC thing, even this Pedogate stuff. When in the world do you ever see the media tell you this is not happening? Right. They always speculate and throw out fucking oh. gossip. and all. They don't give a shit. And when they get caught, they apologize on page 17 of a newspaper you're no longer watching. They're not doing journalism. We're watching deep state propaganda is what's going down. I mean, at every turn, you it's, it's great because you have to ask these questions because um, you don't know. Is it distraction? Like the, the, the Trump, you know, transgender thing. I was like, wow, what a fantastic what a fantastic uh, distraction. <laughs> Get everybody all mad about this because you're it's literally... The, it's the same thing with the transgender bathroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I am I, I feel for trans. They don't have a lot of job opportunities out there. I get the military. But having these humongous A-list stars tweeting shit about it, when it's not going to affect... Uh, like, the population that it affects is like 0.05% mm-hmm. of the entire population. When we have real shit going real on. Real shit. Healthcare, deregulate. I mean, like climate fucking change. Net, yes. A fucking, an, an ice chunk the size of Delaware just broke off of the polar ice cap. Delaware, motherfucker. Someone on Twitter put, well, I guess when it gets, one breaks off the size of Texas, maybe people will wake up. Like, <laughs> it's unreal. So, like, when I get into this thing, well, first of all, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, the DNC killed Seth Rich. I don't know. There's a lot of questions, right, like we have here in front of us. For those that don't know, Seth Rich is one of five people that are contributed towards the DNC deaths with between June of 2016 all the way to May of 2017. It started actually on 6-22-16 with John Ash, a U.N. official. He died suspiciously the day before he was to testify as a top official against the DNC and Hillary Clinton. Day before. Then on 7-10-16, Seth Rich, a Democratic uh, staffer, and he's suspected as the WikiLeaks source that Julian Assange has alluded to in interviews. Uh, He was shot in the back multiple times in a so-called robbery where his wallet, his phone, and his watch was still on him. Oh, yeah. And there's video footage. And that was one week before the DNC. Now, in 8-1 of 16, Victor Thorne, an author of multiple books exposing the Clintons, was found dead of a gunshot wound on a mountain near his home. 8-4-16. Days later, Sean Lucas, the lead attorney in the anti-Clinton DNC fraud case and a Bernie Sanders supporter, was found dead at his home. And now finally, in May of 20, May 24th of this past year, Burton... Uh, Wiser not Jr., a federal prosecutor working on the DNZ voter fraud case in Florida, was found dead with the head trauma. These are five people within just about a year that are all attached to the DNC and the Clintons. And these are just five people in one year. Don't even get into the fact that, like, in Debbie Wasserman Schultz's own county, like, attorneys are just washing up on shore dead. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you may hear that. I uh, I know. No, it's like Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Oh, my goodness. Florida. How did she get real? How? This is another example. I don't think we're going to get much into the Iwans this time, which is fine because this has been a great conversation. How do these people get reelected? How does Debbie Wasserman Schultz go home to Florida after this <laughs> debauchery, losing her and they get reelected? And it's all because people want to be right instead of do right. Yeah. It's, so I, the national people are like, dude, this woman's bad. They're like... You're not telling us who to elect. This we're Florida. 
We're our own people. We do our own thing. We don't need you outsiders. We're going to vote her in. And just this, these will launch it. I, it's unbelievable. And I think, I think a part of it, the problem is, is like America is all under this team. So if I'm a Democrat or whatever, that's my team. I'm backing them right or wrong. And, and the other side is awful. And the Republicans do the same thing. I, you know, I'm not happy with everything they're doing. They made it pro sports. Yeah. You're exactly. a Steeler fan. I'm a Raider fan. And we can't agree on anything because our team's better and your team's shitty. Yeah. Where it's just politics. This is democracy. You should be questioning your elected officials more. Yeah. Debbie Wasserman Schultz is amazing to me. When I hear people who, who are like, oh, Hillary, you know, they hate the Bernie people and they blame Jill Stein and the Russians for Hillary's loss and everybody else but this. I go, she was the fucking head of the DNC, fired, fired for the Podesta emails and then hired by Hillary's campaign. And like it's un and you still the next day the next day and you really think you're really gonna sit there and tell me that it's Bernie Sanders or Jill Stein's fault that Hillary lost like you gotta be fucking kidding me all these like all these Bernie bros they lost the fucking primary take it and you should have over that the arrogance of the Democratic Party it's unbelievable if you're left of center that's my fucking vote that's what they're saying. How yeah. dare you? No, 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 no. You vote for me, motherfucker. Yeah. Where the fuck do they get off? Right, right, And it's right. like, you know, the Seth Rich thing, there's a lot of question marks. I'll say this. Did, did the DNC or the Clintons do this? I don't know. I would not put it past them uh, at all to do this. Those five names you just listed off, that's insane to me. And that's just in the last year. There's, uh, And they were not even on the list of the 47 potential deaths contributed to the Clintons. And out of those 47, 11 of them are Clinton bodyguards. Here they are. Read these 11. If you had 11 bodyguards that died, wouldn't there be red flags? And just let you know, I have no desire to kill myself in the future. Yeah, I don't want to ever die. I want to live forever. And I love my life. And I love my mom. And I love everybody. I love America. Okay. (laughs) I mean... If I go out, it'll be an honorable samurai death. It won't be some haphazard fucking Clinton cover-up. I respect the fuck out of that. There's been some weird kind of crazy ass shit. Like, you know, it's like this idea, like the the Russian thing. They they push it. You get caught. You catch them lying about it. They won't answer where the DNC at. The fact that people are okay that the DNC did not give the FBI the servers, and they think that's somehow logical oh. if you've been hacked if you had a murder in your house and you called the cops you're like yeah we had a murder can't go in the house though can't go in the house cannot go into the house yeah why i, I got invented nope no there's a murder scene in there i know who happened i only did it my buddy bob will tell you exactly what happened in there <laughs> and bob's sitting there like okay man, this is what happened these these negroes came in and they started killing everybody <laughs> you know and it's just like but can we see not trust no, me on that trust one. me well it's this russia thing's been going on for a fucking year Every intelligence agency really for a year is still kind of bumbling around trying to figure this out. Not one, not one fucking tangible piece of evidence to the point even the CIA tried to put out fake emails. You remember that? Mm -hmm. And the headings was all wrong. And they're like, no, these aren't real emails. They're like, oh, don't don't take a look at that. And then here's the thing that the mainstream (laughs) media has said that producer from CNN is like, oh, this Russia thing's bullshit, but it's good for ratings. 
Nina Turner comes out on CNN and says, you know what? Most people in, in my old district in Ohio don't care about Russia. People in Flint, Michigan don't care about Russia. They care about clean water. They care about their, losing their health care. They care about jobs. She got slammed. Who slammed her? Was it racist Trump people? No. It was the fucking corporate Democrats went yeah, after her. Because unbelievable. Here's right? why, man. That the DN, the corporate Democrats would rather lose to Republicans than let progressives get in there. Because if progressives get in there, they lose all their corporate money. All their money. They'd all, rather get the tip. Yeah. They'd rather make that money than actually do anything because they'll never be affected by the decisions that they're making. Going back to where we're mm-hmm. talking about these these fucking liberal neoliberals with the blue checks by their demanding war, wanting to go fight Assad when we've over and over and over red line, rat line, where we know that it wasn't fucking real, oh. it wasn't them, and they still call for war because that's what the people above them are telling them to tweet, and they fucking tweet. It's no different than when John Oliver pounds on all the fucking uh, independent people on his fucking thing. You know why? Because the people run HBO go... We want you to say this. Yeah. And you know what happens when you don't do that? You're fucking Bill Simmons and you lose your fucking show. I know writers that were on there and he would get notes from HBO and he'd go, I don't want to do it. They fired him. They cut his show right hey. in the middle of the fucking thing. Hey, man. Uh, first of all, I, I said this when, when, again, people I consider smart said, yeah, but we had to go into uh, Syria. We had to bomb Syria because you saw the footage of the kids. I said... I go, do we, first of all, do we even know that was chemical weapons? And secondly, let me ask you this. I, and I tweeted this. I posted this. I said, um, that I said the emotions you felt when you saw the, the kids and the chemical weapons in Syria, those emotions you felt, is exactly why you're not seeing any footage of kids from Yemen and all of the collateral damage that our drone strikes and that illegal fucking proxy war in Yemen, you know, yeah. the one that's created yeah. a seven million person fucking uh, starvation crisis that we've done, that 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 Chelsea Manning w- blew the whistle on in 2010 and Obama put her in prison. You know, liberal, good looking, fun Obama. Yeah. I go, that's the mainstream. If the mainstream media showed you all of the civilians we are killing with our collateral damage, people would be like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, by the way, we have to protect them because we they're hurting children they're hurting women they're hurting oh. gays guess what our bombs are doing hurting the children oh. hurting the women hurting brian gays. fucking williams going oh look at those beautiful weapons oh like, i'm i want to punch that oh, motherfucker God. i want to hate fuck his daughter like, just get her pregnant go raise my kid Here, i want to hate fuck him yeah i would watch that <laughs> uh, so this guy puts out that he he got a source and that uh he knows that seth rich was a wikileaks thing and uh so WikiLeaks can't come out and go, Seth Rich is our source because they are a news organization, whether people want to believe it or not. They're a news organization. And yes, they Seth have Rich, to protect their sources, even though Seth Rich is dead. It's not about they at this point. To. Unfortunately, it's not about Seth Rich. It's about the leaks coming down the future. Right. And these people are like, oh, dude, if I put this out, you're going to get my family in trouble, even if I'm dead. Yeah. No, you can't sue it, but they do little things to let you know. Like when they when he was getting interviewed by the BBC and they're like, Our 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 leakers are our uh, I have that video. Well, where is it? Yep, it's right here. Yeah, when Julian Sandra was being interviewed by the actual where is I think it? it's the Dutch government. You're gonna find it in the back over here. Okay. And it's right with Julian Assange. Oh, the, yeah. the click go back up and it's the link above it. Okay. It's gonna be that one right there, that YouTube okay. video. Yeah, this is an important one. This is literally a Julian Assange saying and not saying. Donald Trump has had a disastrous few weeks. If you look at the polls, he needs 
a miracle. How funny um, is this? In the American political lexicon, there's such a thing as the October surprise. August 9th, 2016. The stuff 2016. that you're sitting on, uh, is, is an October surprise in there? We Do you even know what you're sitting on? WikiLeaks never sits on material. Uh, our whistleblowers go to significant efforts to get us material and often very significant risks. As a 27-year-old who uh, works for the DNC, who was shot in the back, murdered uh, just two weeks ago uh, for un unknown reasons as he was walking down the street in Washington. So That was, that was just a robbery, I believe, wasn't it? No, it's, there's no finding. So uh, what that's are you the suggesting? sort of... What are you suggesting? I'm suggesting that our sources uh, take risks and they, are, they become concerned uh, to see things occurring uh, like that. But was he one uh, of your sources then? Watch I mean, his head. Oh, he does it! On who our sources but are, why but make the suggestion about a young guy being shot in the streets of Washington? Because uh, we have to understand uh, how high the stakes are. Uh, in the United States. That's him that saying it without saying it, are, in my opinion. You know, our sources face serious risks. This guy uh, does. That's why they come to us, so we can protect uh, their anonymity. Uh, but it's quite and, something to suggest them. Oh, you want to keep going? No, that's basically what you're doing. Well, that others have, have suggested that. Uh, we are investigating to understand uh, what happened uh, in that situation with Seth Rich. I think it is uh, a concerning situation. I, there's not a conclusion yet. We wouldn't be willing to um, state a conclusion, but we are concerned about it. And more importantly, um, a variety of WikiLeaks sources are concerned when that kind of thing happens. Yeah, that's him saying it without saying it. Yeah, was... I completely agree with that. And then the and the Dutch guy is doing actual journalism. One hundred percent. Like, why would you bring this up? If so it was it. So this guy, there's an audio, which it seems kind of shady, but this audio comes out of this Pulitzer Prize winning gentleman named Seymour Hirsch comes out and basically says that Seth Rich is the leaker. WikiLeaks retweets it. Like they retweet the whole fucking thing. They can't come out and say it, but they're, I mean, at some there's, point they're right. like, it's if they were, if they didn't, there's no real. There's no reason for Julian Assange to bring that up. He he could if he if, if Seth Lee Rich wasn't or he didn't want people to connect it. He would just say, look, um, people get you know our our leakers go are under risk, and he would he wouldn't say there say he wouldn't bring it up. There's yeah. no reason to. And yeah. and and look, man, there's a. There's a new documentary coming out about him where this woman it goes follows around with Julian Assange. I haven't seen it yet. I want to watch it, obviously, for my movie podcast. Ju uh, Duncan Trussell thinks he's a CIA asset, that there's no way he could be still alive if they really wanted him dead. And my opinion is that that could be possible. could be possible. But I think people think it's, it's way easier just to kill somebody with no collateral damage than it really is. Yeah. Like, if they offed one of us and we don't ever want to kill ourselves, we love ourselves, we love life. Yes. Yes, I do. If they want, it would be so much easier for them because it'd be like, oh, it just, you know, like, if he just suddenly just is gone, people are going to explode. Explode. And there's going to be an investigation. And the last thing that the fucking 
The deep state needs is deep investigation, and that's what will fucking happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't personally think Julian Assange is an operative. I think he's he I think is smart enough and savvy enough to go, okay, if I die weirdly, I you know, he obviously knows his tech shit. I bet you he's just like, I got a fucking dropbox bitch that is gonna go the minute I'm pronounced dead is gonna just go bling and everyone's gonna get all your shit or something. You know what I mean? Like there's something, and you make a great point too. If you just took him out, it would be it would be hard. Yeah. It would be it, hard to to, to to people would be going nuts. There's only three people on Twitter that if they retweet your shit, it means something. We're talking the rock. WikiLeaks <laughs> and Joe Rogan. Right? That's some real shit right there. If yeah. those three don't do it, you know, it might not be real. Great point, dude. Uh, final thoughts because we got to wrap it up here. Uh, YouTube is now broadening their censorship over just even their guidelines. So I have had several videos recently that were demonetized, meaning they stopped letting you play ads. That's how you make money on YouTube. Most people right. know this for those of you who don't. Right. So if you go to like my show or, or Sam's, you go to our, our, our YouTube channels, an ad plays ahead of time. Right. So I'll tell you this. Please don't click the skip ads on my channel or Sam's channel. Let the ad play through. That's how we get paid. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. So yeah. if they run five seconds of an ad and I'm like, skip, you don't get paid on that? Don't get paid. Oh. So I sell to people, people, let it run. So what I've done stories recently about the bombing in Mosul that happened to the, uh, you know, that Obama did when he was in office. Um, there were uh, a lot of, if you go, yeah, my political vigilante page right there that created playlists. Okay. Um, and if you go right below that. Um, so I've Monetize. had some videos demonetized. See, scroll right below it. There okay. you go. Political vigilante. So if you hit that, so I've posted some videos usually about um, some kind of war thing or our airstrikes or U.S. involvement, and they demonetize them. And they started doing it wholesale. They did it to me. They did it to Jimmy Dore. did it to the Young Turks. They did secular talk. So... Those guys and I follow their lead. They all—that's why they all jump. Those guys are making real fucking money. I'm not there yet, but they all jumped over to Patreon and said support, and they—they they picked it up there. But that's a form of censorship. You can 100%. talk about. You can talk about how much serious bullshit, and it's about the petrodollar. You just can't make any money on it. I bet you're gonna rethink what videos you make down the line if YouTube is your fucking source of income, aren't you? Well, you know, at the end of the day, in China, they uh, censor the fuck out of the internet, and they create something called. VPNs, yeah. and the truth is, someone will invent something that will stop them from doing all this shit, or someone will invent another forum, another platform for people to go on. I hope because I, I think we're battling for our soul, the soul of this country right now, and, and the, just humanity. And the world. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, and we'll wrap it up here, is that the people who run everything, the deep, deep state people. They are so incredibly smart. They're so beyond smart that they're playing 4D, 5D, 12D, yeah. whatever chess they're playing. It's beyond anything we thought. And the truth of the matter is the reason we live in a country that nobody, we have 9-11, and we'll get into all that stuff some other day. But the reason we don't have bombs raining down here is because we are the purchasers of the world. We consume everybody's stuff. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows if this economy crashes, the world economy crashes. So we don't, people don't fuck with us. Right. We, they hate what we're doing. And they're like, fuck, but 
If, if we do anything, they're not going to buy our goods. Yeah. But there will come a time where they will be like, I'm tired of this. It's already, have you saw the G20 summit? It was the G19. You, you're already starting to see it. You're already starting to see people going, you know, maybe we just got to get around. We got to circumvent America. I think they're doing it, dude. And like, yeah. I know we hate, I know everybody hates Trump, but this thing that they passed about having sanctions against Russia, trying to bypass the president. And now Europe is fucking furious because they get all their energy from Russia yeah. and the petrodollars and all this shit's going on. We are going to be on a fucking uh, a fucking island by ourselves. And let me tell you something, man. We might have the biggest military, but if everybody teams up together, we're going to be in deep shit. Oh, yeah, dude. And I don't want that day to come, but I hate what we're doing to the rest of the world. It's awful. We're not the good guys. We're, I, we're the empire. We're, we're the, the white oh, yeah. guys walking around stormtrooper style. Of course. We're the empire and the thing Look that what you, we're doing to Venezuela right now. Uh, we are twisting their arm to fucking submit to us. Either you leave or else we're going to move you out and put our own fucking douchebag in. Oh, yeah, dude. We do that all the time. We love overthrowing democratically elected governments. You know, if they don't fit our needs for oil. We did that in research. Brazil. Yeah. We did that in I Brazil. Know. We took that chick out, made them hate him. All this propaganda bulls. Well, you know, where it's are you going to divide be? and conquer, man? I'm where are you going to be? You know, I'm I'm performing a lot around L.A. If you go to GrahamElwood.com, you can get my uh, political vigilante. You can get all my social media. You can support my Patreon. You can listen to comedy film nerds. Um, so I'm I'm you know I'm doing little sets around town in L.A. And then of course uh, it's hard to get time now, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Shit's getting weird. I know it's getting weird out here, dude. And that's why I think. I think this town's going to take a big fucking, like, I think what you're doing with YouTube is the best thing to do. I'm putting all my effort into it because that, I realize too, dude. it's my only sustainability. Right now, I'm just sitting at my table talking into my iPhone, but I've grown from 164 subscribers to 4,300. I've got a nice little Patreon backing because people are seeing what I'm doing. They're seeing me on Jimmy Dore, and they're seeing me, and I'm like, I'm being honest. I said, I'm not a new, I don't know, it's just me. Like, it's just me. I don't have a research team, but I'm going to grow this because, first of all, financially I see it, and I want to, you know, like Jimmy Dore has been so helpful. He's like, Graham, just keep doing what you're doing. You'll get to where I'm at because he goes, I built up this in like a year or so. You know, yeah. he, he got a couple hundred thousand subscribers in fucking 18 he's months or great, so. He's great, dude. It's fantastic, and he's just speaking the shit. He's not talking any corporate bullshit, and that's the thing I say. I go, look, I tell people, I go, you watch my show. I might get it wrong. You might not agree with me, but I promise you this. I'm coming from my honest opinion based on my research and what I know. And if I get it wrong, I'll admit it. I'll admit this shit if I get it wrong. I love admitting I'm wrong. Yeah. I go. That's my girlfriend. <laughs> uh, I am going to be at the Philadelphia Punchline August 24th through the 26th. Go to uh phillypunchline.com backslash Sam Tripoli. Get your tickets there. I promise you there will be murder. I promise you the scorch the earth. You will get rocked. I'm the man who rocks, and I'm telling you, come get some. You will. It will be the best money you ever spend. Nobody leaves the Tripoli show upset. You'll have a feelings. You'll have either super positive loving it, or you'll be a little angry. Either way, you're going to be fucking rocked, homeboy. So come hang out. I'm telling you, I'm going for blood. I'm getting ready to shoot my special. I'm just going to put it out. I'm going to do a, a, a name your price. I'm just going to put it, it out. Do I'm it. just tired of, oh, Netflix. Buy me. No, man, putting it out.
and just throwing out con- I'm on fire lately on stage uh, I love you guys we're going to do the Awan Brothers it didn't work out we got a spirited conversation but that's just fun we're going to start putting out these extra bonus episodes because we want you guys to get your food you know and uh, I'm just very thankful that you guys all listen to us oh real quick uh, you, do we want to read them real quick yeah support our sponsors that's uh, Dream Donut Truck if you're ever in LA it's the best donuts you're ever going to get on a truck legit and don't forget about L.A. Speedweed. Tell them, tell Gino we sent you. Um, real quick, on the iTunes, please leave us a five-star and give us some reviews. You want to read the re- these reviews, dude? I listen to 12 hours of our podcast a day on average. I think the Ed Edwards episode is the best podcast I've heard in years. You should get Tom DeLonge on, received UF Hunter, UFO Hunter of the Year, and has an email correspondence. UFC Hunt? UFC Hunter of the Year? U- UFO. UFO Hunter of the and Year? And he is dropping a huge project soon. So okay. From and from Quimby 369. Yeah, the guy, the guitar player from Blink-182. Really? Yeah. Yes, I've heard about that. Wow. He's uh, tied up with the Podesta. Read two more. Uh, Kevin GGGGG needs more Eddie Bravo and Flat Earth stuff. Hey, <laughs> you, you, got you guys it. want me to do the Flat Earth? I'll do it, but... It's inter- I don't know. We'll think about From it. From Ian Gabriel 3000, really liking the Tinfoil Hat podcast and Open Mind is a shame to waste. Nice. Yes. Uh, real quick, if you have a prescription for red pills, you will enjoy this. Five stars from Rich Taco 9781. <laughs> Great show, Sam. Please turn up the mics. Aaron, please turn up the mic. Uh, you guys don't like my Alex Jones is a shill. I think anyone in conspiracies talking about Islamic jihadists. It doesn't even know what they're talking about or they're getting paid to say that shit. Uh, guys, please go to the iTunes. Leave a review. Five stars. Let us know. We'll read it on the show. Final thoughts, Aaron? Uh, everything you guys said today is why I don't belong to a political party. So, I mean, <laughs> Aaron won't I don't play. believe everything you said, but I agree with a lot of it. So. Okay. Outstanding. And I love donuts All right. from independent places. Guys, great show as always. Uh, we got some great shows coming up. Next week, we get, we're doing a swap cast with Punch Drunk Sports, and we're doing our all-pro sports rigged. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Bye.